Let's just give it up one more time for everyone who shared. Uh, it was inspiring. I know um, for myself, I know it's just been super. <laughs> it's been super awesome just to uh, just to see um, Seth and to see Gwen and to see Jeremy and to see Mario all really just embody joy. Um, I asked them to share because. I know what they've been through. I know the battles that they've fought, and I know the things that, um, that they've overcome. And, you know, a lot of times we might think that us overcoming victories, it's just me. But really, you're inspiring thousands of people who can hear your story, you know. And, and I just wanted to really lift them up. And um, as we talk about discovering joy, um, it's, it's not easy, you know. There's, we all go through different things, whether it's physical, uh, emotional, Mental. Satan is attacking us on all different levels. How, raise your hand here if you've ever felt physical pain before. Almost, it's everybody in the room. That's great. I have too. You know. Raise your hand if you've ever felt emotional pain before, where your heart's hurt from something. Yeah. And raise your hand if you ever just haven't had clarity of mind, peace of mind. You know, that's that's been me. And I think. That makes us human. That makes us qualified to, to rejoice because we're going to overcome with the power of God. Um, and so I want to just remind you guys, in our imperfection, there's a story that you guys all have. There's a story that can change lives. I know um, sometimes we might not think it is because we're constantly looking at the weight and we're like, man, it just it looks too hard to, to take my next step tomorrow. But if you go to God, you, you can overcome all things. Uh, he promises us that. So as we talk a little bit about discovering joy, um, actually stay in the same scripture that Mario was at, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. But we're going to start out in chapter 5, verse 1. We're going to pick up off of what he shared. So, but as you guys are turning there, uh, I just want to kind of just, um, just highlight a little bit of joy that happened this past week. Um, so 2 Corinthians 5, verse 1. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 1. But I uh, just want to show a couple pictures of the campus ministry uh, as they were, um, they were joyfully um, playing games, you know. Uh, Evan opened up his, his family's house, and we had a game night. We had a, a ping-pong tournament. Um, you know, Janelle was explaining the, the brackets, and everyone was intently listening. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. Um, if you notice this guy in the back, he was just like, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was he was overseeing everything, you know. But uh, you know, and this guy, these, these two, that was the prize, the the ping pong prize, hot pockets. <laughs> you know, he looks like a boxer right here, doesn't he? Um, but uh, and then you know, a couple more more games. Jared was killing it with the games. You know, he was uh, Catan. I don't know who won, but it was... Jeremy. Jeremy won? Wow, okay. Jeremy just destroyed the whole night. He, he took the win. But, um, and, then this, and then this guy showed up with a big smile. At the end. Gotta, gotta love that coma. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun time. And uh, so, but... You know, as I lift those guys up, and you know, we have to learn how to create joy in our lives. You know, joy won't just magically happen. We gotta, we gotta be joy initiators, joy creators, joy whatever you want to call it. 
But, you know, if you don't jump like that guy, you don't, you don't look joyful, you know? Like, he, he had to use kinetic energy to jump. And, but if you're just looking normal, you know, you got to create excitement sometimes. And the thing for me is, how do I feel joyful when nothing in my life is creating joy? You know, like, I, I can imagine those who are, who are disabled, those who, you know, have, who are fighting mental illness, those who just aren't able to, to participate the way that we normally can in, in regular life activities. And sometimes I look at those people and they have the most joy out of anybody because you're with them, you know. And, and you look at children and they're so joyful because they haven't been corrupted by the sin of the world yet, you know. And you look at them and they don't do crazy things, but it's how they do it. They might just be jumping in a puddle but they're smiling and lifting their hands and singing a song while they're jumping in a puddle. And, and that, that creates joy. And I think as, as we grow and we follow Jesus, we have to remember, wow, like, let me be excited about those small things, the small things of my faith, the small things that I'm grateful for. Because if we don't, then it's so easy to think, think in that just kind of nothing box or that thinking that, that place where we're just constantly thinking of our failures and our mistakes. And Christ doesn't want us to do that. He wants us to fix our eyes on what is not seen, not just on what we, we've experienced and we've seen in, in our life. And so as we look at 2 Corinthians 5, I just want us to take a quick dive into this passage that will give us excitement and joy and hope for things to come. But 2 Corinthians 5 verse 1 says, For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. But meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling. Because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, we groan and are burdened. Because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed instead with the heavenly dwelling so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Now, the one who has fashioned us for this very purpose is God, who has given us the Spirit as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. Therefore, here's, here's where it gets good. Whenever you see a therefore, pay very close attention in the Bible. Therefore, we are always confident, confident, and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord, for we live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we make it our goal to please him, whether at home in the body or away from it. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one of us may receive what is due for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. And I'll just stop there, but Paul's heart was one where he was keeping in step with the Spirit. He was totally sold out. I mean, talk about a man who didn't have a reliable transportation, didn't always have food, didn't always have a dwelling. But how, how did he stay joyful? Is he put his hope in God. He put his hope in his arrival into heaven one day. And being in New England, man, I've learned so much about, gosh, uh, taking things for granted. I mean, just having a car, having a roof over my head. All those things are blessings, especially when it's snowing out, especially when, when you're hungry. And I think I've, I've learned now more than ever that, man, I can't wait to be with God. <laughs> um, 
amen. Maybe God has great things in store for my life and, and for you guys as, as well. But it would be so much better to be at home in heaven. To not have to worry about, you know, blood oozing out of my ear, you know, or, or not having to worry about just being sick, you know, being all congested and, and all these physical ailments. It's, it's sometimes like, God, why am I a human? <laughs> you know, it, it, sometimes you could feel that way. But I want to encourage you guys that we have hope in heaven. You know, this, we're just passing through this life and we're going to have as much fun and joy while we're here. But let's not, let's not forget we have someplace even greater. You know, I love the part where he says, for we live by faith, not by sight, in verse 7. You know, if, if you can remember this passage, it's something that I have to constantly go back to. You know, I always have to go back to my why. Why am I doing what I'm doing? Why do I wake up in the morning? Why do I go to school? Why do I go to work? Why do I do the things that I don't always feel like doing? It's because it's my goal to please God. According to this passage, verse 9, so we make it our goal to please him. You know, that's, that's why we do what we do. It's because of what Jesus did for us. And some days you hear people say a lot of times, oh, it would be so much better to be with God and, and you know, uh, than to be here in the physical. But I've heard that like countless times in my life, but I've never like said that where I've actually believed it before. I've, I've kind of been like, well, maybe I'll, I'll pass away when I'm 70 or 80, live a nice long life. But the reality is tomorrow isn't promised. And if your heart isn't in a place where you're like, man, God, I just want to be in your presence. I'll be here as long as you leave me here, but I'd rather be in your presence. I think that's a, that's a place where we want to be in our hearts. You know, and, and do what you got to do to find that. I know we, we live in one of the most beautiful states in the United States, Maine, and even in the snow, it's beautiful. Yesterday, I got a chance to go to uh, Fort Williams and just look at the lighthouse and just kind of reflect, and, and it was 50 degrees, so it was nice and warm, and I just, I just sung to God, and I can't sing at all. I am a horrible singer, but uh, uh, recently, a brother gave me, uh, I have an iPhone, and he gave me like uh, an iBook for free uh, with all the songs in it, so I could just hymn it up anytime, anywhere, uh, you know, and so... Um, I was I was just singing some songs, and I was out of key, I was out of tune, but nobody else could hear me, which was awesome. Um, and <laughs> it was it was the best thing ever because I I looked around and there was nobody, and it was just refreshing to actually. It took me about five songs until my heart started to get soft. You know, I was just still there, like not thinking spiritual. I was just like, wow, this place is beautiful, but I wasn't thinking about the one who created it. You know, and so. Doing things like that can help us to be in a place where we look forward to being in God's presence one day. Doing little things like that. I had a bunch of homework to do, but I said, you know what? This is more important. I can do that homework later. But Because if my heart's not soft right now, then what does homework even matter? You know. And so I would encourage you guys to, to do things like that because we have to battle and fight to, to capture that joy. Go, go somewhere outside of your normally, normal route. You know, maybe go a different way. Even get lost, but keep your cell phone by you just in case. Um, you know, because God is with you everywhere you step your foot. Amen? And so with that, we're going to pray, conclude the service, um, and have one final song. Uh, and just want to make sure everyone gets home safe in this crazy winter wonderland weather. But um, let's go to God, and then we'll close it out with a final song. Amen?
Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you in prayer. God, we thank you for giving us the ability to choose you, Lord. The ability to choose joy over sadness, God. The ability to rise again, Lord, and come back stronger from our, our tribulations in life, God. From the things that cause us stress or anxiety. God, thank you for the examples of personal heroes in this room right now who have decided to come back stronger, who've decided not to let the enemy take them down by a foothold, God. And, and, and all of us here can help each other along that journey. I pray that we're open with one another, that we communicate with one another, Lord, and that we keep our, our, our armor on, Lord, that we keep that, um, that shield wall close together, God, as we talked about last week, that we look out for one another, God, that we try our best to help one another. God, but more importantly, that we pray for one another because we know joy is a a fruit of the Spirit, God. It's something that we can't muster up on our own strength, but we can only access it if we go to you, Lord, if we go to you in prayer, if we go to you in song, if we go to you through your word. Lord, we love you. We thank you for this time. In your son's name we pray. Amen.